This is the Six Clicks Podcast. Risk management, governance, compliance and cybersecurity news and opinion from the industry's best. Hello and welcome back to the Six Clicks Podcast. It is Stephen Walter here. Uh, thanks for joining us again, guys. I haven't been doing this show for that long, but boy, am I learning a lot very, very quickly. Uh, modern slavery. Scary, right? Its tentacles are reaching far and wide. Everywhere. Worldwide. The more I read about it, the more freaked out I get. The more angrier I get, the more terrified I become. Uh, Now, if you are in a business and you are dealing with a supply chain, then you may or may not know that your modern slavery compliance certificates are due in the second half of this year. So coming up in just a few months. So uh, we thought we'd get uh, some specialists on deck for this episode. Anthony Stevens is the CEO of Six Clicks and Ulrika Sandvik from 460 Degrees sat down for this chat around modern slavery compliance. Where do you even begin? What do you need to think about? How can you even get this done? And some great tips. Check it out. Ulrika, great to have you with us today. Um, so let's start. Tell us a bit about your business and, and what you do and, and sort of the clients that you work with. Uh, thanks for having me, Anthony. Um, right. <laughs> I work for a small boutique consulting firm or expert management agency called 460 Degrees, where I manage right. the practice for assurance, risk and compliance. So we kind of focus on three sort of major areas, which is um, anti-money laundering and counter-terror financing yep. controls, uh, modern slavery, and we do some foreign bribery work as well. Got it. So that's pretty diverse. What's the? Um, why don't we start with modern slavery? I mean, mm-hmm. it's. You know, I think the legislation was introduced you know, a year or so ago, a lot of companies are starting to wrap their head around us. Tell us, like, what, what is it that you're seeing uh, are the challenges that businesses have got in relation to just thinking about that legislation and, and compliance obligations? I think um, it's really boomed in the last few months. It's most of the businesses have sort of the pennies dropped mm-hmm. that it's about to happen. Their financial year is ending at the end of June. Um, and that means they've got six months to the end of the year to get that statement up and yeah. running. Um, a lot of them really don't know how to wrap their head around it. They don't probably don't have the resources to do, to do the work, but also don't know how to go about it. So what, what's the approach? Um, they know they need to do yeah. a risk assessment and send that out to their suppliers, um, but it's, it's the steps and methodology and the framework around that and then the remediation activities after. It's, mm. it's really a, a straightforward delivery piece, but it's about understanding the scope and, mm. and what steps to take and, and, and the sequence of, of steps. Mm. So it's a bit about like... It sort of it sounds like there's a bit of awareness. Companies companies sort of see this headline of modern slavery and think, what have we got to do? And then it's it's a case like that's where you guys come in to sort of advise them on what process to go through to get the job done. Yeah. And what it, what is it that you think like what is the common misconception or what is it that companies uh, feel they should do that you advise typically against or like what do you, what do you try to guide them down in terms of saving time or money? Uh, we try and actually break it down into to phases of work. So okay. the first phase is really more about discovery and doing a risk assessment. So looking through the supply chain and operations yeah. uh, and getting a view of what that looks like, um, active suppliers and what the scope of supplies should be. So what supplies do you need to yeah. go down to? So it's kind of the trick, isn't it? That first yeah. triage Absolutely. spot. So you might have a thousand suppliers. Yeah. But I mean, am I right that it's sort of a case of 
saying that, that initial bunch of a thousand, we're going to work out which are the which are the ones that we actually need to undertake a formal risk assessment mm. with. Is that am I right on that? Yeah, and also some businesses are quite complex in how they run. So you know, yeah. you might have your your direct suppliers, which is you know your stationary coffee, yeah. toiletries, yeah. etc. But then you also the have other suppliers exactly. Or, but then yeah. there's other suppliers without going into the details of the clients we deal with. Um, and if those are into in scope, then then the work and complexity becomes much bigger. Like we're t- talking thousands. So it's about getting that legal advice, uh, uh, which we can assist with. You just get that statement uh, yeah. clear on what supplies need to be included, so you can then take the appropriate steps. And what what broadly speaking in this statement? So this is something that companies need to lodge with the authorities by the end of this calendar year. Yeah, home affairs. What? Yeah, so what what does it sort of broadly speaking need to include? Like what's in it? Yep. Like that you need to demonstrate. You need to demonstrate that you have taken undertaken a risk assessment. Um, so you've got an educated and um, proper opinion of what the risk of modern slavery um, is for all the suppliers you use. Yep. And if there are any high risk areas or suppliers that are, say, dodgy or yep. you know, you've got concerns about, you need to undertake remediation actions, which um, depends on on your particular business, you know, but whether that is offboarding those suppliers or putting controls in place to to make sure that those yep. suppliers are not high risk. Um, you also need to embed the framework around modern slavery and the onboarding process of new suppliers into your risk management framework, your existing risk yep. management framework, um, and, and set up a proper reporting process ongoingly. So Got that it. statement is to sort of include that you've undertaken the assessment um, what your risks are and if there are any. And I think also your your position as an organisation about whether, and most I would say, would say we don't, we don't yeah, tolerate zero tolerance, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and what the controls are that you put in place moving forward. So it's not, a case of, it's not a case of just sort of saying, where's where are the trouble spots? It's about saying, here are the trouble spots if yeah. we've got them. Inevitably, most companies will have yeah. trouble spots, right? Yeah. And then going one step further and remediation, remediating that stuff. Mm. And I guess that whole process and making sure you have the right controls in place, I guess that's like a lot of risk management and compliance activities, yeah. the same sort of thing, isn't Absolutely. it? Right. Assessment, like making sure you've got controls in place, again, some sort of authority or standard. In yep. this case, it's a, bit of, it's a bunch of legislation. Six Clicks, global risk management, compliance and ISMS capability software. Sixclicks.io. Are you optimistic that companies with the right approach and with the right amount of automation can uh, fulfill their obligations by the end of the year? Like, is it is it a panic stations for most companies or do you feel as if there's enough time to kind of get this done? I think there's enough time to do the work to get the statement done. I right. don't know necessarily, I can't say hand on heart that um, it's enough to do the remediation work, but mm. I think and the approach we're recommending for most of our clients is let's do the assessment, understand your risks and, and, and what the status is yeah. and put a plan together for remediation activities. And then that should be enough to actually formulate a statement. The remediation activities might not be done by the end yeah. of the year, but you will have enough but to do the statement, providing you start Progress. closer to now than November. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, <laughs> that's, that's my it. caveat. <laughs> well, that's really interesting. And you mentioned at the start um, AML and CTF. I mean, I, I sort of feel as if they're, I mean, those, those problems have been around for a lot longer, at least mm-hmm. governments and, you know, authorities have, have recognised those issues for a lot of businesses. And I, I know you've got a lot of background in that space. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Like, where is that? Where are clients up to in that maturity journey? What are the challenges that they've got? What do you typically see? How do you currently help folk? Like, I'm just interested in your experience in, yeah. in that world. 
Um, as a bit different to modern yeah, slavery. Yeah, no, it is yeah. very different to modern slavery. Yeah. Um, AML-CTF has been around for a really long time and there's obviously right. a monetary consequence if you don't abide by the legislation and the Act. Mm. Um, the, the larger companies that have got um, reporting obligations, like the financial institutions, the mm. banks, etc., they definitely have their compliance program down pat. I think mm. the focus for us and where we do most of our work is actually medium to small companies. Got it. Um, they don't have the resources to do yeah. big compliance programs and to have resources or big teams of compliance people, yeah. um, but they still need to do the right things to yeah. to maintain and you know and to stop money laundering and, and terror financing and that's probably the trickier bit for them. Yeah. Um, so so they typically aware. Gap. They are typically aware. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think one of the weaknesses is around training. Um, they sort of it tends Got to be it. a tick box. We've done it once and then we'll move on. Mm. Um, not necessarily continuous uh, uplift or continuous monitoring necessarily. Mm. Training of staff tends to fall down. I would mm. recommend that you should be doing training every every twelve months mm. Mm. for your staff members so they understand their reporting obligations and that doesn't necessarily happen. Mm. I would recommend also that the training programs are customised to your industry. So even though it's about money laundering, tariff financing, doing a training program that is focused for on banks as opposed to superannuation is very different, even though the overall legislation is the same. You know, when you talk about case studies and examples and where typologies of money laundering could happen, they would vary. And I would recommend that the programs Got are targeted it. so that the, the so staff really can relate. Yeah. yeah. It's in depth. And is it is it sort of the, I mean, so I suppose it's a, lot, it's a it's the case with a lot of risk and compliance activity. The mid-sized businesses know they have to do it. They don't get any sort of free kick because they're a bit smaller no. than the big banks. No. But I think the trick is then working out how to work with experts like yourself and your team and using technology in, in any way that it, it can be used to help automate stuff. Absolutely. Or streamline the process. So at least if the team's not a 1,000 people but it's three, yeah. you can still get the job done. Yep. Um, yeah, so, so part of your advice is also to sort of help companies understand how to make it easier yes. on a more sustainable basis. Absolutely. It's yeah. a risk-based approach when it comes yeah. to, to money laundering or anti-money laundering and terror financing. Yeah. Um, we can help with risk assessments that are automated, which yeah. is really the foundation of understanding where your risks are and what controls to put in place. But all yeah. programs are scalable and they should be. Yeah. Um, it's about uh, putting the controls in place for the risks that you have in your organisation. So, yeah. you know, it's not one size fits all and by all means you would definitely not need to do what the large financial institutions yeah. do because you wouldn't have the same complexity yeah. and vulnerabilities. So. Yeah. so you sort of take, you take a view of sitting down with a client and helping them through a risk assessment exercise with a view to identify which controls they've got in place, if mm -hmm. they do. And typically they'd have something, right? Like they're not. Or some, they've got some <laughs> controls, right? Yeah. But then it's a case of where, where, they've ident where you've identified with them a risk that yep. hasn't been addressed. You can then say, here are the three controls that typically solve that problem. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So a risk assessment across their, the products and services and geographies and customers that they yeah. deal with. Um, and then look at what sort of controls they have in place to deal with vulnerabilities across, you know, those geographic yeah. regions. Typically, it's around onboarding and um, know your customer, KYC. Yeah, KYC so stuff. it's sort of the first yeah. line of defence and understanding where the funds have come from and if the customer is who they say they are. Yeah. Um, okay. And 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 going from there. And that needs to then be baked into a policy, right? Yes. Like as in the controls don't just float out there by themselves. No. They 
they are part of an overall policy that yeah. the company's so got. Yeah, so there needs to be a compliance program and that includes yeah. a policy and process. So, so what do we say we do in terms of money laundering and tariff financing for onboarding customers, PEPs, yeah. screening, sanctions, yeah. etc and then the process around that, and then it's actually about adhering to it. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Six Clicks podcast. Thank you very much to Ulrika and Anthony for joining us there. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Thanks for checking in to the Six Clicks podcast. Get in touch with us anytime at sixclicks.io or find us on your favourite socials.